Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Bannikaram, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America to the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trump Jr. is here talking about the indictment. Leilana Dowding is here, former Miss Great Britain. That'll be a good time. We are going to make fun of Senator Cucumber, talk about the culture war stuff. We're all over the place tonight on I'm Right. I know about the Trump indictment stuff, and we will get to that in a little while with Donald Trump Jr., but let me explain something to you right now. While this is a huge deal and a major event, a seminal event, a dark event in America, there are much, much, much bigger things happening and bigger things at stake right now, not just in America, in the world. There are huge things happening in this country. And I want to talk to you about our culture things for a moment. So I want us all to understand something. The trans stuff. Why such a push for the trans stuff? Have you ever wondered why? There's multiple reasons, but there's, there's one that's a really big one people don't get. Why is it everywhere? And it is everywhere now. It's the freaking new face of Bud Light now. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Okay, it's Bud Light, it's doctors, it's the president himself, president and putting out tweets talking about how they deserve respect and love and dignity. It's in TV shows, it's in commercials, it's in Gillette ads, it's everywhere. It's all over sports. But why? 
Why? What, what is the point? What is the point? Well, one, you already know this. We've talked about this extensively on the show. A huge part, a huge part of the LGBTQ demon mob's goal is to break up the American family because strong nuclear families are the enemy of communism. Communists have known that since Lenin and Stalin. So they want to break up the nuclear family and they also want to attack the American church. Communism must attack the religion of any nation where it is because everyone has to adopt this new religion. So those are big things, but those are things you already knew. But there's another part of this you need to understand. They need you to say and do whatever they want you to say and do, no matter what your instincts say, no matter what your eyes see or your ears hear, they need you to say and do as you're told. And they need to know you will say and do as you're told. So why is the trans stuff coming to play? How's the trans stuff coming to play with that? Well, everyone knows a dude is a dude and can't turn into a woman. Everybody knows a woman is a woman. She was born a woman. She'll die a woman. Doesn't matter how she feels about that. Doesn't matter how many parts of her body she has chopped off or added to it. She was born a woman and that's how she'll die. A man is born a man and that's how he'll die. So why the trans push seems absurd, right? Well, yes, that's the point. The point is, that's ultimate power. They want you broken. They want you saying and doing as you're told, thinking as you're told to think. Everyone in the world, from the president to the advertisers to Bud Light to you, me, your cousin, your crazy liberal aunt, everybody, to the trannies themselves, Everyone knows, at least deep down, the sex you're born with is the sex you'll die with. And yet think of just how many people and how many institutions have bent the knee and said something they know not to be true. It's amazing how many, right? But that's the point. That is true power. If I can make you, me, Jesse, if I can make you kneel before me and say, Jesse, you're a woman because you say you're a woman. And you're looking at me and you see the beard and you see I'm clearly not a woman, but I can still make you get on your knees and say I'm a woman. If I ever get that power over you, I can make you do whatever I want you to do, can't I? If I can make you acknowledge, publicly acknowledge something you know for a fact is not true, I own you. I absolutely own you. And let me tell you something. If you're out there affirming all this trans stuff, well, they just want, they just want to live their lives, or you're doing one of those lame takes I see from the low-T GOP on the right, you're owned. That person will say and do whatever is asked of them. The absurdity of it. The craziness of it. Hey, let me just chop my penis off and put on some lipstick and call myself a woman. The absurdity is the point. It's supposed to be absurd. They don't want you to acknowledge something you know to be true. That's not power. If I told you to look up at the sky and say the sky was blue, 
Well, that's not power. You already know. You have two eyes. You can see it's blue. But if I told you, look at that sky and tell me it's green, and you do it, what won't you do for me? You'll do whatever I tell you to do. That's the real reason you see all this stuff. We just had a nutball tranny walk into a Christmas or walk, in, walk into a Christian school and gun down eight and nine year olds. And in the wake of that, the president of the United States of America is up there giving speeches like this. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. Do you believe that Christians were targeted in the national school shooting? Do you believe that Christians were targeted? I have no idea. Josh Foley believes they were. What do you say to that? Well, I probably don't then. Probably don't. No, I have no idea. ice cream jokes and snickering when asked about clearly a crime aimed at Christians. That's power. That's true power. The president of the United States of America, the man with the largest, most powerful army at his fingertips, the commander in chief forced to get on his knees and acknowledge something he knows is absolutely not true. Everybody knows it. That's why they do it. Why did they do it? Why did they have a drag performance at the Country Music Awards? Do they, do they think that's popular with the audience? Because I see so many of these takes today. You saw from the Country Music Awards this nutball, Kelsey Ballerini, gets up there, puts on this huge performance at the Country Music Awards last night, and everyone on the right said, it's crazy. That's the, there's not even a market for that in country music. No, you're missing it. You're missing it. That's why they did it. That's why they took over NASCAR. That's why they took over the NHL. That's why they took over country music. They know there's no market for it. They know the people who are watching can't grab the remote fast enough. Oh my gosh, turn it off! But they can make you watch it anyway, can't they? And why do these things keep happening? Why won't they stop? Well, there's a variety of reasons, but one of the reasons is we won't change the channel. Are you going to stop buying Bud Light? Any Budweiser products? They own 70% of the beer marketplace. Are you going to find out what those beers are and start making different purchasing decisions? Are you going to put your money where your morals are? Or are you going to do what the right has always done? Well, well, nothing I can do about it. And go on about your day. I love Bud Light. I'm not going to stop. Well, that's why. They don't receive any punishment. They don't receive any real pushback. They get 24 hours of chirping on social media and the, and the right moves right along. That's power. They own us because we allow them. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. Still got Don Jr. to come, former Miss Great Britain to come. We also have the allergies you're struggling with. In my backyard right now, there is a film all over everything. We have a countertop in our backyard. We have a little table back there where we eat outside sometimes. The wife just wiped it down because we ate outside on Sunday afternoon. And she showed me the wet paper towel was just this yellow caked pollen. And I thought to myself, oh gosh, it's all in my nose and my eyes. You struggling? 
You know Eden Pure Thunderstorm is right there for you, right? You know you don't have to take pills anymore for that. That there is this incredible air purifier, this little black box that plugs right in the wall, right in the outlet. And it not only will kill the viruses and mold in your air, no filter to replace, my allergies are gone. I haven't had allergies since I got three of these things. Actually, the truth is I own six of them. We keep three in the studio now as well. And Eden Pure sells three packs of these for $200 off right now. You can get a three-pack for under $200. You have to go to EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. You ready to be allergy-free without pills? EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. Happy Transgender Day of Visibility. I am Admiral Rachel Levine, the Assistant Secretary for Health at the Department of Health and Human Services. For the second year in a row, the transgender flag is flying above our department in Washington, D.C. And this is an affirmation of the administration's support for the transgender community and across the nation, as well as our support for evidence-based gender-affirming care. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. That'll never stop being funny to me. Every time these dudes pretending to be chicks come on and their voices sound like mine. Hello, it's me, Rachel. <laughs> Joining me now, contributor to Stein Online, former, what is it, Miss Great Britain, Leilani Dowding. Leilani, all right, now, this stuff is so absurd, but I've argued that that's half the point of it. If they can make you, if they can make me say that the sky isn't blue, that water isn't wet, then they truly, truly own us. I think the trans stuff is one of the great victories for the cultural Marxists. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a crazy thing. These people, in my opinion, are mentally ill, and we're supposed to affirm these delusions that they're actually the different gender. Now, um, I'm not going to buy into it, so they haven't got me. But the sad thing is, I think there's a lot of people who actually feel the same way as us, who who don't buy into it at all, but are afraid of being called a transphobe um, or being labeled as transphobic because they're not going to buy that he is a woman um, and they don't want to see women in sports and they don't want to see, I'm sorry, they don't want to see these men, these trans women in, in women's sport. They don't want to see them getting women's awards. And that gets you labeled as a transphobe these days. Um, in the UK, which is where I'm at at the moment, I don't think people even believe this is real. I think this came out around April Fool's, January 1st, and people think it's still mm. a joke from then. So, um, you know, it's it's a little crazy that this is going on. But as I said, I don't think people in the UK really understand what, what um, is happening within Biden's administration. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's all nuts. Leilana, you know what bums me out? that this stuff is in your country too, because at least yeah. if it was just in my country, I could convince myself that, hey, America's lost its way. But honestly, it's all the freedom-loving countries of the West now. It's all over Canada, it's all over Britain, it's all over America. I mean, these people are in our freaking beer commercials now. This stuff has seized control of the West, and I still can't wrap my mind around exactly how and when that happened. 
Well, that's the thing. I moved back to the UK probably about three or four years ago. And I, and when I came back, I was saying and warning people here about what was going to happen. Um, and I think it's been Hollywood. A lot of the movie stars, I mean, we saw Drew Matt Barrymore literally kneel in front of a transgender um, Dylan Mulvey, I think his name is, um, literally kneel in front of this man and tell and 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 hug him um, for everything that he's been through. Um, and I also don't think that in the UK people fully understand what gender affirming care means, and it means um, the physical and chemical castration. Which you know, if Rachel Levine decides he wants to do that to himself, fine, but. They're, they're involving kids and people don't see the social contagion that's going on as well. Why kids? Because you're right. I, no one really cared about the tranny stuff when it was just Rachel Levine chopping his penis off. But when it becomes children, now people start to care. They couldn't leave the kids alone, though. Why? Um, do you know what? I think there's a whole huge agenda going on here and it has to start with the kids because if you get to the kids, then you can, you know, push this agenda. Um, it's, it's amazing for Big Pharma, isn't it? They're going to have customers for life. You know, you see them again getting involved and the technocrats um, and, it, and it's, it's a great it's a great money move for them and, and probably if they want to depopulate or anything like that, getting the kids involved is huge. And in the UK, this is where it kind of, people took a bit of notice finally. Um, I tweeted out that one of my friends had got an email for her three-year-old daughter. Her three-year-old daughter um, was told by her school that they could, no, uh, they could no longer wear the little gingham dresses that the school girls in the UK wear because it needed to be gender neutral now oh. it, it went viral people were going absolutely crazy i had parents reach out to me and say you know lulani we want to bring it up with the school but the problem is is we're going to be labeled transphobes this could affect our children so they kind of remained a little bit tight-lipped but a lot of people within the uk shared it it then went into the newspapers and the school um horncastle education trust and the whole uh hot off primary school actually backtracked and they said oh actually no there was an error in communication it wasn't about it being gender neutral it was down to cost now these school uniforms are so cheap if you buy them in the supermarket you know they're less than a nice bottle of wine you can buy them in the sale my, my parents bought these little dresses for my five-year-old niece she, he bought them they bought them in uh, age six age seven age eight age nine in the sale you know for a couple of quid each so, you know, it doesn't come down to cost. And that's what they tried to say. They tried to say, oh, you know, it's really down to cost. It's not down to, you know, gender neutral. Um, but that was only because of the blowback on social media and obviously it being written in the newspapers. Quid? What's a quid? It sounds like a seafood <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a pound. That's my slang. Like, so a couple of quid is oh. a, a couple of pounds. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forget you, you Americans right. don't know the slang yet. <laughs> All right, now enough about dudes and ugly chicks. Let's talk about beauty here for a second. You're a former Miss Great Britain. Every year, we well, every other year, we nominate, we make a list of the hottest women in Congress, Democrat or Republican. We are bipartisan when we make this list. I need a nomination from you. Who stands out to you as the possible champions? We're going to be making our list here in a month or two here on the show. 
Oh, gosh. You know what? Uh, I would have said Tulsi Gabbard, but she's no longer in co Congress, so I can't say her. And I, I see AOC there. Um, I would have probably said her, but when she opens her mouth, she's like kind of sinks down <laughs> to Lori Lightfoot level, you know? <laughs> so, no, no, not... I mean, yeah. She yeah. can't open well, her mouth. Well, she's going to be on the list. <laughs> She's going to be on the list. She doesn't have to talk on the list. Leilani, thank you. Come back soon. Thank you. All right. Now, this seems like a really appropriate time to talk about America's testosterone levels. 20% increase in 90 days. You have any idea how much better, on top of all the other benefits, you have any idea how much better you will feel your mood with a 20% increase in your testosterone level in 90 days. Chalk does this naturally. Not, not injections in your arm, no more big pharma stuff. Naturally, natural herbal supplements with a male vitality stack from Chalk. They have a female vitality stack for the ladies. You ready to abandon that afternoon cup of coffee, ladies, because you're so full of pep? Male vitality stack, female vitality stack, and all kinds of natural herbal supplements. They're all waiting for you, and they're all 35% off the lifetime of your subscription. Go get a subscription, 35% off. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE is how you get it, all right? Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. We'll be back. Somber mood around the Kelly household this morning. And the, the wife was all quiet. The wife's never quiet. And I asked her, what's wrong? And she just can't get this Trump stuff out of her head. Not just about Trump, about what it means for the country. And you know what the saddest part about that is? I didn't have any way to talk her down. What am I supposed to say? It's terrible. Where we are as a nation, it's terrible. I'm not surprised. Anyone who watches this show is not surprised. I told you they were going to keep coming until they got him. It's awful, though. Let's ask his son about it. Big fans, Donald Trump Jr. joins us now, host of Triggered on Rumble. What a great score that was for Rumble. Don, it's your, it's your dad. It's not my dad. But I'll tell you what, I guarantee you I'm not the only household out there where people were, they're down and out, not just on behalf of your dad for what it means for the country, man. It's, it's a bad place to be. It really is, Jesse. I mean, you know, again, I, I think... Perhaps I've gotten used to this garbage over the last uh, six years, you know, just day in and day out, it never ends. But perhaps the worst part about, and maybe it's also the good, right? You gotta look at the good and the bad. Perhaps the worst part about what's going on right now is that uh, we're all realizing that we're much further down uh, the rabbit hole than we ever thought we were. Yeah. The other side uh, has, you know, their plans to take over, the communist sort of plan to take over is actually much further along than perhaps we ever imagined as Americans, as patriots. Uh, I know we talk about this all the time. You know, they're yeah. never going to stop. Uh, and, you know, perhaps this is what we needed. Now, actually fully understanding just how far we have fallen. Perhaps the country, uh, the things that we believe, our freedoms, they're actually probably past the brink. Uh, and that's why we have to work all the harder uh, to pull them from that point. I think, you know, as I don't think I'm naive to this stuff anymore. I certainly would have been six years ago when all of it started. You know, the FBI, they, these are good people. They're doing what's right for the country. Nope, wrong. The CIA said it, so there has to be some truth to it, right, Jesse? Nope, wrong. 
you know, our generals, they're just looking out for our best. No, they're not. None of these things are true. And each and every day, we see how much further it is. And now this is sort of, you know, the crescendo, the culmination of all of that insanity. You see them going after their political rivals with a case that even the federal government, who actually has the jurisdiction over this stuff, even though it's past the stature of limitations, decided not to pursue. But a Soros-funded district attorney is doing his job, and George Soros is getting a great return on his investment, and uh, the lackeys in the mainstream media are going after people like me saying, well, George Soros never directly met the guy. I didn't say he met him. He funded the super PAC to the tune of a million dollars to elect this guy. And there, you know, the leftist media is going into full force and effect, running cover for everything that's going on. And, I, you know, guys like you and Jesse, guys like me, and I think we share a pretty common worldview as it relates to some of this stuff. You know, we've been saying it out loud for a long time, but sometimes it takes this. It takes seeing yeah. it with your own eyes to actually be like, holy crap, those guys aren't insane. They're actually 100% right. Uh, we're not the conspiracy theorists. We're taking what we see every day and doing what rational people do and coming to a very reasonable conclusion. And I think the American people should be doing just that. And again, you know, as awful as it is, uh, you know, for my family, you know, it's just at this point, you know, it's another Monday and tomorrow will be another Tuesday because I've been dealing with this for six years uh, when they tried me for treason, a crime punishable by death. And, you know, I, I, again, we, we've covered this. I'm not, I understand I'm not the upstanding human being that Hunter Biden is, but I think uh, <laughs> if I were Hunter, if I were Hunter, I'd be in jail right now. And if I was doing the things that he was doing, uh, it would be a big story, not, uh, you know, not covered up by the intelligence community, not whitewashed by big tech and mainstream media. Uh, it would be called out for what it is, which is corruption at the highest levels of government. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it is as dark as today and tomorrow are going to be unprecedented dark. Maybe that is a good way to look at it. This is what the country needed. You can shout it from the rooftops on your show, and you do all day long. I can shout it all day long. But sometimes people need to see something that truly, truly shocks them to actually wake up and realize where we are. So, okay, this is where we are. We have an incredibly corrupt system from the FBI on down. The breadth of that is part of what is so disheartening for so many people. And to be totally honest, Don, I'm not a defeatist. I think we'll be fine in the end. It's disheartening to me. I have moments, especially in the past 48, 72 hours, where I'm thinking, golly, I don't know how we're going to work our way out of this daggone thing. So where do we begin, Don? Where do we begin working our way out of it? I don't want to live in a country like this. You don't. Nobody does. What's step one? Not step 100. Where do we begin? First of all, I think we all have to become unafraid. I think the number one thing that the other side has done is boxed anyone with a rational opinion uh, into a corner. You know, if, if you don't believe every single thing of the ever-changing whims of the trans movement, then you can't. <laughs> be a part of polite society. You must agree with everything that they say. And, and if you don't, you're out. Now, they can change their mind every two seconds, and they get to set that. You know, they're not, uh, you know, as, as far as the power of society, it feels like they're much more powerful than any group in this country, even if they only make it up a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of this country. And yet uh, the world would have you believe that, you know, they are going through a genocide. I'm not aware of one. Uh, we saw this this week, though, when, you know, a 
a trans sociopath after being jacked up with drugs and hormones for years and being fed a load of crap from their teachers from day one and parents probably not allowed to partake in the journey uh, because, you know, God forbid a parent actually had some say in what their children are indoctrinated with can shoot up a group of Christians. It's not called a hate crime. It's not called anything. And uh, then the country music television can do a whole thing about the trans genocide oh. and awareness and Bud Light can, I mean, you know, Bud Light has its own problems, but, you know, they can then uh, recognize Dylan Mulvaney uh, as, you know, that's their new spokesperson. I mean, man, it's, it's almost hard. The jokes write themselves. Uh, but we're living in that reality, and that's what's going on day in and day out. It's just another example of that. So uh, we have to become unafraid. Uh, if we band together, they can't cancel us all. But we saw they could take out the most powerful guy in the world uh, you know, and, and cancel him at any given time. But when people wake up and realize what's going on, and hopefully this is one of those instances where you, know, you, you get the proverbial kick in the groin and you have to get in the game, uh, I, I hope that's what happens right now. And then you know, the reality of this is election interference. They're trying to do that. If it was the other way around, they'd be screaming to the high heavens. They won't do that. But I think they're frankly concerned about what Trump does if he gets back in there. Now that he knows, you know, coming in as an outsider wasn't the easiest thing in the world. You, again, assume, and I was guilty of this myself, even when they were going after me, you assume, oh, well, these people, there must be something to it. Uh, there isn't. But now, you know, Donald Trump, as a lame duck, frankly, is far more dangerous to them uh, than anything imaginable. And I think you got to go in there, you got to implement Schedule F, you got to get rid of the bureaucrats, you got to burn it down uh, and start from scratch. And I think uh, unless you do that, uh, you know, some of that hope that we still have, uh, that's probably gone. Don, I don't want to be too over the top, but I've said this several times publicly before, so I can say it obviously to you. I view your dad as being the first of the system disruptors. We have a very corrupt system. The system did not want a, what it considers to be a virus like your dad to stop that corruption. So they come after him. Historically, the Roman Republic, all these things, system disruptors pop up and then the system smashes them and another one pops up and another one smashes them. But speaking about, speaking to you as a son instead of a, a commentator, I've worried publicly about your father's safety and I still do to this day. You just mentioned what he would mean as a, as a lame duck president. I, I got to be honest with you, Don, as evil and corrupt as this system is, I don't know that they let him live to, to see that day. I really don't. Well, listen, I, I don't, you know, I, I would hope not. But yeah, like, do, does anything surprise you, right? Again, I, I would have no. thought that Anthony Fauci no. would function in the best interests of the people of the country in the midst of a pandemic. Like, of course, they're doing it nobly and honorably and not covering up their nonsense. Like, of course, there's literally hundreds of millions of people and billions of people around the world. I, again, I, you know, it, it's easy to sort of look, you know, at the time and be like, "What?" But you look back, and be like, "Wait a second, no, there, there's actually no pretense uh, of them functioning nobly." There, you, you must uh, dispel those notions, and that's really hard to do, Jesse, as an American, someone who brought up wanting to believe these things. Uh, it's that's brutal, actually, and and yet. I think you know that now. I don't think that there's anything that's off the table for them. And they've proven no. that over the last six years. There's literally nothing they wouldn't do to preserve their power, to enrich themselves for the future, to do so under the guise of you know, protecting America. We see that every day with Ukraine. We certainly saw it during the pandemic. We saw it with the vaccine. It, it never ends. 
But again, maybe, you know, just like you need the great disruptor, maybe you need those terrible instances to actually get people to be like, oh, oh my God, like there's, there's, it, it's broken. And that's a, that's a hard thing to come across. You know, I want to believe uh, that we are the country we've been led to believe, you know, <laughs> we are our whole lives. But guess what, Jesse, we aren't and we haven't been for a long time. What a wake up call, man. It's so true. I remember applying to the FBI when I was a kid, not fake. I was a kid, but it was years. It was all I ever wanted. And my goodness, you couldn't pay me enough to join that place. Now, Don Jr., best of luck to you and your family. Just on a personal note, best of luck to y'all. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. You're good. All right. We're not done yet. You're on. I'm right. We got more. Now, the petrodollar. Let's just have a talk here. You already know about the bank closures. You know about what's happening with the financial system. We talked about it extensively. Do you also know that the world is beginning to move away from the dollar as the reserve currency? The only reason the federal government has been able to print and spend the money it's been able to print and spend is because the dollar is the reserve currency of the world, or it has been. Those days are numbered now. What do you think happens when that goes away? Do you have gold and silver in your 401k and IRA yet? Do you have physical gold and silver in your hands? Do you know I got a text message this weekend? I don't think I've ever had a text message that scared me this badly from a guy I know who owns a bank here in the Houston area, a little credit union. He owns a bank and he texted me and said, hey, hey Jesse, where, where do you go for gold? Call Oxford Gold Group right now, 833-995-GOLD, all right? 833-995-GOLD. Now, there are tough times coming. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll take good care of you, I promise. We'll be back. emitters because they're the least productive. Joining me now, I, can, I still can't believe we sent Dome to Africa. It's so embarrassing. Mark Morano at ClimateDepot.com, author of the book, The Great Reset. Mark, those African countries, they just aren't putting out the same carbon that we are here in America. Yeah, and there's a reason for that. It's called poverty. It's called subsistence living. It's called everything that goes along with that. It's called uh, huts made of dung, burning dung. It's called high infant mortality. It's called short life expectancy. It's called the climate agenda. What the Biden administration, what the Obama administration has done is tried to limit, restrict development, development money, uh, fossil fuel exploration in Africa for decades so they could be good stewards of the climate agenda. And now Kamala Harris has the nerve to go down there. Just two months ago, Janet Yellen was down in Zambia, same country as, as uh, Harris was. And they're praising the subsistence uh, farming and subsistence lifestyles of Africans saying, oh, this is the way, this is a clever way to keep yourselves climate friendly. This is obscene. 
it's wrong on so many levels, but yet this is what the climate agenda does. It turns a new form of colonialism on Africa where you have uh, essentially white wealthy Westerners telling people of color, they can't develop, they can't have the same prosperity as we do because the earth can't handle it. Sure, we got ours, but we have to manage how you get yours. They're gonna stick with solar and wind. We can't give you cheap, reliable energy. Mark, the plan to get away from the dollar has been an open Chinese plan that they have written down for ages. It's not like they're coy about the whole thing. They've been writing it down. They've been shouting it from the rooftops. Uh, this was the Kenyan president. Uh, for the people who work numbers, I am giving you free advice that those of you who are holding dollars, you surely might go into losses. You better, you better uh, do what you must do because uh, this market is going to be different in a couple of weeks. Different in a couple weeks, Mark? What? Yeah. Yes, the petrodollar been around since essentially the end of World War II, and we use it for uh, all of the all of our oil exploration, where all countries having to buy oil have to use this. We are now seeing, chiefly because, it's accelerating a lot of trends, but chiefly because this invasion of Ukraine and the United States reaction with their alleged sanctions against Russia, odd how Russia seems to be doing better and better, no matter how many sanctions we uh, impose, but Russia and India, you played that clip there. You have China involved. All of these countries are moving off the U.S. dollar as a petrocurrency, which means our politicians will no longer be able to attempt to control inflation, printing money, debt, uh, managing our economy, because we are no longer going to have the world's reserve currency. This was predictable. We saw it coming. And now it looks like it could be arriving. This is going to be a major economic blow to the U.S., also a strategic blow, but it's a self-inflicted blow in many ways. Mark, can you explain what that means for me, the average American? I'm not in the government. I'm, I'm a citizen. I have a job. I have everything. Okay, we're moving off the petrodollar. This sounds like a bunch of lofty stuff that doesn't affect me at all. Why does it matter to me? Well, this is what we use uh, it's the dollar that everyone uses when they have to buy energy. So this is the way the United States has propped up our dollar. So I remember I went to a UN conference, I went to Indonesia and I was able to get lobster dinners for like $8 that would have cost 150 back at home. And the reason for that is we have a strong dollar versus all these other currencies. So by switching to the Chinese currency uh, and Russia and India and all these other countries that are gonna be leaving the US dollar, it's gonna weaken our currency. We're gonna end up paying more for trade. It's gonna create higher inflation. It's gonna create weaker economic growth and it's gonna have a huge devastating impact on our national security for, in terms of even our energy security. So it's a, it's actually, I wrote about this in my book, The Great Reset. And of course I quoted the great economist Ron Paul uh, who warned about this and has been warning about it. The scary thing is Ron Paul's old conspiracy theories about the fall of the U.S. dollar and their and and ergo our economy uh, are now look like they're becoming realities. Why is OPEC slashing production? What's all this mean? Okay, there's a key thing. It's actually OPEC plus that's slashing production. And I don't know if your viewers are aware, but OPEC plus includes Russia. And that's a relatively recent d development. We're not talking about just the Middle East OPEC. So this is Russia along with OPEC announcing these cuts in oil production 
And there's and, and this is going to it's because they don't want to there because the price of oil has been dropping steadily in recent months and they're trying to recapture it. Well, this is another consequence of harsh U.S. sanctions against Russia. They're now teamed up with the Middle East, who, by the way, Joe Biden has no problem shutting down domestic energy, shutting down uh, Minnesota mines, North, North Dakota mines, and then allow, buying stuff from Chinese mines. Same thing with U.S. oil. But then he goes to Venezuela and OPEC to beg. So they know they have us by the, mm, you know what, and they are squeezing and they're going to continue to squeeze. And now they have Russia on their team. Russia is laughing themselves all the way to the bank as our allegedly sanctions against them are harming. Well, now Russia's teamed up with the Middle East and OPEC oil countries, and they're punishing the West, who's been trying to punish them. So it's a game of high stakes, international diplomacy on one hand, and it's, of course, the old OPEC cartel on the other. When the prices go low, they start, uh, you know, they, they re reduce restrictions, re increase restrictions on the supply. And it wouldn't matter if we Mark were doing our own domestic oil production like we were just a few years ago, but it matters now. Yeah. What it's like to be energy independent. Mark, thank you, brother. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks a lot, Jesse. Appreciate it. All right. We have a Wives of Washington update next to wrap up the show. Before we get to that, that's a lot of scary financial news, isn't it? Now, you think that this indictment of Donald Trump is the biggest story out there right now, and it may be the most popular, but man, there are gigantic, world-changing events happening as we speak. Let me ask you something. Does everyone in your home have emergency food? Right now, right now, be honest with yourself. You don't have to be honest with me. If you go to your pantry, can everyone in your home eat for three months with just what's in your home? If the answer to that question is no, or even I don't know, it's fine. You don't have to feel bad. You're not alone. That's the norm. Nobody does. Well, that's not true. Everyone who's gone to My Patriot Supply does, but nobody else does. My Patriot Supply, this is their specialty. They have emergency three-month food kits ready to go. Unbelievable shelf life. You get it, you stash it, please don't eat it, and you pray you never need it. But you might, especially in this world. And they're $200 off per kit right now. Are you going to wait until there's no food left? MyPatriotSupply.com. It ships fast, it ships free, but go now. MyPatriotSupply.com. We'll be back. We have a Wives of Washington update for you. Senator Cucumber's out there giving interviews, and his wife is giving interviews with him. And, oh boy, you want to talk about naked ambition. We'll get to that in a second. Before we get to that, let's do this. The wife and I took Fred, our dog, on a walk today. And she decided she wanted to do some extra. I had to get back to the house and get some work done. So she takes off, and I take Fred back to the house. He goes and lays by the front door and whimpers until she walks back in. She walks in, and her heart just melts. And those are the kind of moments that make me think I want Fred around for a very long time. Pouring that kind of love on the family. I'm sure you feel the same way about your dog. Well, I have to put in the work. I have to do the necessary things to keep him around. We have to keep going on walks with him. We have to give him proper nutrition. Our dogs don't get proper nutrition. Yours doesn't, mine doesn't, from dog food. There's, there's no nutrition in dog food. Why do you think it has a shelf life of 10,000 years?
they have to kill everything in it. Your dog needs vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega oils. Your dog needs the nutrition the same way you need nutrition. Do you eat dead food all day? Rough Greens is that nutrition. It's a supplement you pour on his food. We give it to Fred twice a day. We pour it on breakfast and dinner. He loves it. Never seen him so healthy. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse and keep that dog around for a while, all right? All right. Senator Cucumber's out of the hospital giving interviews with his wife, of course. Your trajectory uh, from mayor to lieutenant governor, United States senator, was still pointing up. At 53 in politics, that's a young man. Can you have aspirations? Can you serve beyond the United States Senate? You know, my aspiration is to take my son to the restaurant that we were supposed to go during his birthday but couldn't because I had checked myself in for depression. And being the kind of dad, the kind of husband, uh, and uh, the, the kind of senator that Pennsylvania deserves. Dude had a major stroke, and everyone, including his wife, propped him up to run for office anyway, gets into office and just shatters himself mentally. And there's his wife writing op-eds, saying she's not running for office anytime soon. Anytime soon, huh? What a peach you found there, John. All right, see you tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Banacaram, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America to the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.